My name is Dulce Valencia and welcome to Telenovelas con Dulce, a podcast where every week I invite special guests to break down the telenovelas we love. From the music to the cast to the unforgettable plot twist, every slap, every imbecile, every secret twin. I have got you covered. Bienvenidos and welcome to Telenovelas con Dulce, the podcast all about telenovelas. My name is Dulce Valencia. I am your host and thank you all so much for tuning in to another week of Telenovelas con Dulce. As is usual, we are going to continue our breakdown slash recap of 1998's classic La Usurpadora. But before we get started on breaking down the plot, just a few announcements. First, well, actually, I only really have like one announcement, but you know. So as many of you may know, I have a YouTube channel. Hello, thank you if you're subscribing. But I've been kind of neglecting it a lot in the last couple of weeks. And so I decided that it would be cool if I if I were to do live streams on YouTube and invite you all to join them. So I'm going to be starting to do live streams on YouTube. I still haven't decided how consistently I'm going to do it, but essentially why I'm going to do it is because Sebastián Rulli and Angelique Boyer's new telenovela, Vencer el Pasado, I've talked about it a couple of times here on the podcast. It just premiered in the United States. So the first episode came out yesterday, uh, which will be two days ago by the time you're listening to this. So it just came out and I want to watch it and I want to watch it with you all. So if you want to tune in, I think I'm gonna, I'm actually, I'm gonna try to live stream either today or tomorrow. And if I can't for sure, I want to live stream on Saturday. So basically this gives you no answers. So this is like the worst kind of updates to give you. But stay tuned on my social media because I will be posting when I'm going to go live. And in those lives, I want to talk about Vencer el Pasado. And y'all can tune in and we can like, it can be interactive, you know. If it works out, it'll be great. I think it'll be fun because while I love recording for the podcast, it's right now it's just me and I only hear from a couple of you. Even though, so I know that people are listening to this podcast, but I only hear back from a handful of you. So sometimes I'm like, are people actually listening? So if you're listening to this podcast, let me know. I love, love, love hearing from you all. So I also think that just doing the live streams on YouTube is one, going to be a great way for me to maintain my YouTube channel as I should because I've been a really bad YouTuber recently. But also it's going to be a great time and a great opportunity to connect with you all in real time. And who knows, maybe down the road we can do Zoom calls together. Let me know if y'all would be interested in that. Maybe we could watch a telenovela together and then I could host a Zoom and we could all talk about it and have that be on a podcast. That would be fun. Actually, that would be fun. Let me know if any of y'all are interested. Like even if we start the group small with just like two or three of us, I think that would be fun because I would love to engage with you all. And I know that for many of you, uh, you love telenovelas, but there's no one to talk to about them. So let me know. And oh, I guess I do have a second announcement. Okay, my second announcement is that I'm getting ready to choose the next telenovela I want to cover on the podcast. And as such, I want to hear from you all, get your recommendations. I have two telenovelas in mind, 
But if y'all like message me or get back to me and are like, no, 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 we want you to do this one. I'm down to do it. The next telenovela that I'm going to do will probably take us to the end of the year. So I'm thinking of two telenovelas. Well, actually, no, I'm thinking of three telenovelas. The first is Lo que la vida me robó with Sebastián Rulli and Angelique Poyer because as you all know, I'm a huge fan of them. And I know Lo que la vida me robó has many plot twists. It's a super long telenovela, so you know, it would take us to the end of the year. So let me know if y'all want me to do that one or if you want me to do this Argentinian telenovela called Resistiré, which was huge, huge, huge a few years ago. And I recently started watching it and I'm hooked. It is so good. And it blew a bunch of records when it came out in Argentina. And for the finale, like they actually hosted a live watch party with the cast and a bunch of people who wanted to go see the finale. Like the entire country stood still for the finale of this telenovela and that's called Resistiré and it's available on YouTube. So if y'all want to watch along with me, you could. Or I'm thinking of doing my first Telemundo telenovela, which I haven't done, but I haven't chosen what Telemundo telenovela I want to do. I'm thinking either Sin Senos No Hay Paraíso or Silvana Sin Lana, which is a comedy. So let me know. We have a few options here, and if no one lets me know, I'm just going to choose. So yeah, let me know which ones you prefer, and I'll choose whatever is the most popular among you all. So that was a really long and convoluted way of giving you all announcements, uh, but now you know what? We're going to get started with what you all came here to do, which is listen to the recap of La Usurpadora. So y'all, I'm actually really proud of myself because I watched 16 episodes of La Usurpadora in a week, and this is on top of working my full-time job, waitressing on weekends, and fulfilling sticker orders, which has gone really well in the last couple of weeks. So I'm really proud of myself. So for this episode, we're going to recap episodes 44 to 60 of La Usurpadora, and y'all, so much happens like so much happens but at the same time watching episodes individually sometimes it dragged and I felt like nothing was happening but then by the end everything had happened so yeah we're just gonna get started when we last left off Paola had run away with Douglas Maldonado the millionaire and Paulina had returned to the Bracho home and because no one knew Paola was gone she pretended to be Paola again and uh, and as a result, because everyone thinks that she's Paola, Carlos Daniel hates her. And episode 43, we ended with Paola calling Carlos Daniel and telling him that they had found Carlitos. So we pick up right where we left off with Paulina's call. And Carlos Daniel is like, he's still hesitant because he doesn't believe her and he also just hates her. So he doesn't want to hear anything that she has to say. But then Abuela Piedad tells him, you know, the ladies that called you called me and they have him. They said, you know, they gave descriptions of Carlitos and no one would know unless they actually knew him. So next time they call, you have to pay attention. So then he does and the women call. It's Zenobia and Macrina, who is played, by the way, I didn't mention it last episode. She's played by Consuelo Duval, who is one of the most iconic Mexican comedians. She played Nacaranda in La Hora Pico, which was huge, huge, huge. And she's just a really funny human being. And she has like this great character. And yeah, I didn't know she did telenovelas. So I just loved seeing her. But yeah, so they both call and tell Carlos Daniel that they want the money. And Carlos Daniel offers them the money. And then they're like, okay, meet us at this spot. So then... 
Paulina is trying to go with Carlos Daniel, but he's not having any of it because, again, he thinks that she's Paola. So instead, Gemma goes with him and they drive to Ixtapa de las... I forget the name of the of the road, but they drive there, which is in the outskirts of the town. And now there's a huge plane flying over me, so I'm going to stop for a bit. Did y'all hear that? I don't know. Maybe I'll keep the plane in and see if y'all can hear it. But anyway, so they form a plan to meet up. And while that's happening and Carlos Daniel is driving with Gemma, Paulina, back at the Bracho home, comes clean to everyone and tells everyone that she is not Paola and that the real Paola ran away because she's not trying to hold any secrets. And the whole reason that she came back to the Bracho home was because she was determined to confront Paola in front of everyone, basically prove her innocence that she's not the criminal that they all think she is and that she's not the mastermind between this whole plan and that the one to blame really is Paola. But obviously, she she can't do that. So then, uh, because Abuela Piedad loves her, she's like, no, we, we want you here. Like, if Paola's gone, like, you know, have her be gone. This this couldn't have come at a better time. And so back with Carlos Daniel and Gemma, they drive to the little town, and they stay in a hotel, and then they go to the meetup spot. But when they go to the meetup spot, Zenobia has to basically get Carlitos to agree to go with her and trick her sister into letting Carlitos leave with her. And she's able to do it, but then Carlitos realizes what's happening and he will not move, he will not budge. And so Zenobia ends up calling Carlos Daniel and telling him, you know what, we can't do the meetup today, it's gonna have to be another day. And Carlos Daniel is pissed because he's like, you said this day, stop wasting my time and stop giving me empty promises. And Zenobia is like, no, we promise you we have the kid. We just, you know, we had to do something else. So at this point, they call Abuela Piedad and the Bracho family and they tell them that they still don't have Carlitos because something fell through with the plan. And so Abuela Piedad, who's been telling Paulina that she has to go and help Carlos Daniel, tells Paulina, you have to go. He's helpless without you and you have to help him. So then Paulina does and she makes her way to where Carlos Daniel and Gemma are staying. And while there, again, Carlos Daniel is being super antagonistic because he just, you know, he, he hates Paola. So then Paulina comes clean to Carlos Daniel and tells him that she's Paulina and that she's not Paola. And Carlos Daniel is really conflicted because on one hand, he has started to develop feelings for her. But on the other hand, he still kind of doesn't trust her because he still thinks that she had something to do with Carlitos disappearing. And he, at this point, still thinks Carlito has been kidnapped. So he just doesn't trust her. And so Paulina decides that she's gonna go turn herself into the police. And she says her goodbyes to Carlos Daniel and has a chauffeur drive her to the police station. And around this time, Chavela or the Abuela Chavela as Carlitos calls her, has decided that she's going to take Carlitos to the police station because she knows that his family is looking for him and she doesn't want any more trouble than she's already in. So then she leaves Carlitos at a police station at the very moment Paulina drives by intent on turning herself in. And she's still in the car when the chauffeur looks outside and sees Carlitos just hanging around. And then he tells Paulina, 
it's Carlitos. And so Paulina comes out and she's super happy to see Carlitos again, who doesn't recognize her because he's lost his memory because, of course, it's a telenovela. And she takes Carlitos with her and Abuela Chavela is watching this all go down and she's like, why is she taking my kid? Why is she taking him? She's probably like a kidnapper, which was really funny to watch, even though I know this scene wasn't supposed to be funny. But anyway... Paulina makes her way back to the hotel where Carlos Daniel is at with Hema, and she tells them how she found Carlitos and how he doesn't have any memory. And of course, Hema is like, mm, que casualidad, like, how come she found him? Don't you think that maybe she had him hidden and when she wasn't able to get money out of you, she turned him in or she got scared? And so she's watching Carlos Daniel's brain and being like, she's evil. She had something to do with this. And then Paulina is like, literally, I had nothing to do with this. I went to the police station because I wanted to turn myself in. And the chauffeur was there, so he's able to corroborate and be like, I actually found him and pointed him out to La Señora Paulina. And then because Carlitos has lost his memory and he doesn't even recognize Paulina or his dad, they decide that it's best if Carlos Daniel and Paulina stay with him a couple of days and Gemma goes back to Mexico while Carlitos gets acclimated to everyone before they take him to the Bracho family. And so Gemma leaves and she's all upset because it means La Usurpadora has won against her. And Carlos Daniel and Paulina have like these, these exchanges where she's trying to be honest with him and he's still not trusting her, which is breaking her heart because she loves him so much. Meanwhile... Because this whole kidnapping thing was happening, or alleged kidnapping, we've had this these two police officers become involved in the story. And I really hated them. I hated, hated, hated any scene involving these police officers because they were, one, so incompetent. But two, just like their logic or the way of thinking was so wrong and just, it upset me a lot. I just, I wish they hadn't been included, but I know like now watching the end of episode 60, I know that they had to be involved somehow. And so, yeah, so I was just frustrated because Carlitos is found and Carlos Daniel calls the police and they're like, and he's like, we found Carlitos. Oh, okay, but real fast. Before he calls the police, he tells Paulina that she should run away. Because when he calls the police, he's going to have to tell them that it was Paulina who found Carlitos. And then that's going to open her up for questioning and they're going to discover everything. And it's safer if she just runs away. And he gives her that opportunity. And Paulina notices that, you know, he didn't have to do that. He could have just turned her into the police. And she starts to be like, oh, maybe he loves me too. But no, he probably just loves me because I look like Paola. And I remind him of what was once his one true love. And so she's all depressed, which is so sad. But she also tells him that she's not running away. And that she doesn't care about the police. That, you know, she already was going to turn herself in. So whatever happens, happens. So Carlos Daniel calls the police and tells them that they found Carlitos. And the police are actually upset. And they're mad because Carlos Daniel, prior to this, had put these ads in the newspaper and had promised money in return for any information. And so the police are upset. And then they tell him, did you give the money? How much money did you give? And Carlos Daniel is like, no, we actually didn't give any of the money because we were able to find him. And they're like, we don't believe you. And so what ends up happening is the police find 
Abuela Chabela and Mojarras, who were Carlitos's friends, and they also find Zenobia and Macrina, who were the ones that called for the money. And they arrest them all, and they hold them for questioning. And then their whole crime, which Chavela is not guilty of, is one kidnapping, but also taking money, which I found that whole logic to be dumb because they already offered money. So is it a crime to take the money if they offered it for information? Which, again, they didn't do, but still, I was just... I was just annoyed at these police officers, and I did not like them at all. But anyway, back to this whole thing. So they hold Abuela Chavela in for questioning, and they have Mojarras come in, but they they let him go. And poor Abuela Chavela ends up in prison, in a prison cell. And Carlitos is trying to tell them, you know, she didn't kidnap me. She found me, and she actually took care of me, and her and Mojarras are my friends, But Carlos Daniel is still upset and Paulina's trying to get him to reason with them. And the police is just being incompetent. Eventually, Chavela is able to be let go. But her sister, Senovia and Macrina, who are the ones who called for the money, are still being held in detention because they think that they took the money. But again, Carlos Daniel has been telling them, I gave no money. So this whole scene just frustrated me. And so they're able to take Carlitos back to the Bracho home where he hates it because he does not know who any of these people are. And he gets into a lot of fights with his little sister who's being really annoying like she has always been. But before, you know, he was annoying back at her. But now because he doesn't know who she is, he just hates her. And so Paulina becomes really instrumental into this whole thing because Carlitos, even though he doesn't have his memory, he still considers her his mom. And so everyone decides that what's best for Carlitos is if Paulina stays at the Bracho family and she pretends to be Paola. And Paulina isn't really happy with this plan because, again, she doesn't want to pretend to be someone she's not. But she's also in love and she also loves Carlitos, so she accepts and she stays at the Bracho home. And this is where we start to see Carlos Daniel and Paulina falling in love with each other. It's Oh, it's some of my favorite scenes. I loved any scene where Carlos Daniel stood up to her and was like, you cannot disrespect her. She is my wife. And oh, I just I just loved their interactions because we're finally seeing Carlos Daniel interact with Paulina as Paulina. He knows that it's not Paola. And so he's able to learn from her and and able to talk to her as Paulina and just get to know her. And oh, I loved it because we get to see Carlos Daniel being a little romantic, being protective of her. We see him and Paulina, you know, discuss things because they have two different parenting styles when it comes to Carlitos, but they're able to compromise. And at the end, Carlos Daniel is always like, you know what's best for my son. And I appreciate that of you. And then we also get these moments where Carlos Daniel tells Paulina that he loves her. But Paulina is is not quick to believe him because she knows that she still holds the spirit and the energy of Paola. And so she's like, no, you're just you, you're you're just confused. And, you know, I'm not what's best for you. But she also tells him that I am in love with you and that I love you more than anything in this world. And so Carlos Daniel is trying to show that he loves her. Oh, y'all, I really can't say enough about these scenes because 
it was just so cute. And it took like half of this telenovela to finally get to the part where they actually fall in love with each other. But it was worth it because I love these scenes. And then we also get a scene where Carlos Daniel asks Paulina to marry him. But Paulina is like, no, we can't get married because you're still legally married to Paola and, you know, she could return at any moment. And so Carlos Daniel has to acknowledge that, you know, that's that's real and that's a real risk that they run. And meanwhile, Paola Bracho is off in Hawaii running off with Douglas Maldonado and they're living this really intense love affair and she finally comes clean that she's Noelia from his past, but she only does it because Douglas Maldonado realizes that this Paola is different from the Paola he met previously and that she's also like the Noelia from his past. And so Paola tells him how when she first met him, she pretended to be someone else because she wasn't ready to commit and she still wanted to travel the world. And Douglas Maldonado knows who Paola is. Like he realizes that she's a cheater. And even while they're together in Hawaii, she ends up running off with an employee of, of the hotel they're staying at. And they end up, you know, having a love affair. And Douglas Maldonado knows and he finds out but he still stays with her and he's still like, you know what? I don't know what it is about her, but she has she has me hooked and I love her. And it really reminds me of what Kim always says. Y'all remember Kim? Shout out to Kim. She always talks about Gone Girl and Gone Girl being a love story because, you know, at the end, these two characters who are horrible, individually horrible to each other end up together and that there's so much to be said about two people who are willing to show their ugliness to each other and still willing to accept each other when they see the ugliness that's underneath and this is how I feel Douglas Maldonado is with Paola because he sees her for who she really is he knows she's a cheater he knows that she's interested in his money and he knows that she comes with all this baggage and still he's choosing to be with her and he's choosing to love her. And that's interesting. I'm wondering if they're going to do anything else with that storyline with Douglas Maldonado because I remember how this telenovela ends. I'm not going to spoil it for you all, but I feel like it would have been cool to see Douglas Maldonado and Paola Bracho actually falling in love with each other. But going back to them being in Hawaii, they're having all this fun that gets interrupted when Paola starts to get these pains in the back of her head. And she starts getting them at first. She's able to pull through them and she's able to be fine. But then they start to get so intense that she has to be rushed to the hospital. And at the hospital, they tell Douglas Maldonado that the pains are related to an injury she sustained the year before. And they're like, she is in a really bad shape. Like you have to put her into a hospital and you have to have her receive medical treatment. But Paola doesn't want this. So Paola is like, no, 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 I'm fine. You know what we should do? Let's go to New York. I love New York, which same girl... So then Douglas Maldonado prepares everything and they're on their way to New York City when Paola gets the worst pain she's experienced thus far and she collapses and she has to be taken to the hospital where at the hospital they tell him that she suffered a brain injury and she's in a catatonic state. Her eyes are open, she's awake, 
but she also can't talk at all. And she's going to need extensive medical care. And there's a likelihood that she will die and she will not survive this. So then Douglas Maldonado, at this point, he's like, I love this woman. Like, I'm going to take care of her. But his right-hand man, Braulio, is like, sir, she has a family. And she's someone else's responsibility. You can't take care of her. But Douglas Maldonado still wants to. So eventually, though, he realizes that he's wrong and that Paola's family should know what's happening. So they make arrangements to go back to Mexico. And in Mexico, he's going to put her into this medical treatment, medical center, and pay for everything. And then he's going to send an anonymous letter to the Bracho family and tell them where Paola is. And he holds off on sending the letter to the Bracho family until everything is set up. And so while this is happening, remember the incompetent police officers that I hated? Well, I hate them even more because when they first launched into the whole investigation on Carlitos, they had this theory, which, again, is so dumb and they're so incompetent. I hate them. Their theory was that Paulina had orchestrated everything and that the reason Zenobia and Macrina didn't have the money was because Paulina had pocketed everything. So the reason they're still in jail is because they're searching for Paulina and they're trying to find Paulina. And they think that the person pretending to be Paola is not the real Paola and that it's Paulina. But at this point, everyone, Carlos Daniel, everyone at home, all the servants, they're like, no, that's the Señora Paola. They actually also end up going to Donate, the the guy who Paola was having a love affair with, that Paulina ended up coming clean about her not being the real Paola. So they go to him and are like, hey, have you, do you know the Señora Paola? And do you know where she is? And Donate remembers Paulina telling him to not turn her in. And he does, he he respects that and he tells them, you know, the only Paola Bracho I know is at the Bracho family right now. And so he doesn't turn her in and no one is coming clean about Paulina. They're all like, nope, that's Paola. La 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 la, I don't see anything. And the police are growing more and more frustrated. They even end up going to Paulina and trying to arrest her and being like, we have a warrant for the arrest of Paulina Martinez. And then Carlos Daniel intervenes and he's like, well, this is for Paulina, but this is Paola, so you can't arrest her. And so the police are like, you right. So they end up backing off. And around this time, they receive word that a different Paola Bracho is at the hospital and getting treatment. And they also find the letter that Paulina's mom wrote back in the early episodes. And they find out that Paola and Paulina are twins. And so they're forming this whole conspiracy. And at the center of this whole conspiracy is Paulina. And they think that she's just some evil mastermind that's pulling all these strings and has done everything. Which I guess is why I hate them so much because they're just attacking my girl and I don't appreciate this. So while they're forming this whole theory, again, Paola's at the hospital. We also have Estefania end up at the hospital. Last I talked about her, her and Willie were like running off together, being super happy and she had gone pregnant. Uh, well, that happiness did not last because Willie is a scumbag and he ends up cheating on her again 
and they get into a big argument that has Estefania sent to the hospital with the risk of losing the baby. And she needs a blood transfusion, which is where Paulina steps up and she donates her blood because it turns out that she's a universal donor. So that was cool. Also, y'all, fun fact, and I don't know how right I am about this. So I, again, with everything, I could be wrong. But did you all know in Mexico, if you need surgery and you need a blood transfusion, you have to provide the blood like they don't just give it to you at the hospital and so how that works is you either have to find someone to donate the blood for you or you have to find someone willing to donate blood in exchange for more blood isn't that wild but yeah paulina ends up being a universal donor which i always wanted to be but it turns out that i'm b positive so I'm not a universal donor, which sucked because telenovelas, y'all, so a lot of telenovelas have scenes where they need blood transfusions, which now knowing what I know about Mexico and the way that hospitals require you to bring your own blood, now this makes sense. But yeah, there's so many scenes in telenovelas where characters need blood transfusions. So I always thought that in my life, blood transfusions would be something that was like a recurring thing that I would need to be prepared for. So I was always like, I want to be a universal donor because when the time comes and someone I care about needs a blood transfusion, I want to be able to give the blood. This was like eight-year-old Dulce, by the way. Anyway, turns out I'm B positive, which isn't universal donor, so I can't. And also, except for like donating blood to the Red Cross, uh, I've never had to give a blood transfusion. So telenovelas lied to me. But anyway, uh, so then everyone ends up at this hospital. Paola's there, Estefania's there, and as a result, Paulina's there. And so the police tell the doctors not to tell anyone that Paola's there because they're working on, you know, on catching Paulina. And so the police end up going to the Bracho home. And this is after Paulina has donated blood to Estefania. This is after her and Carlos Daniel have confessed that they love each other. Like there's no doubt in Carlos Daniel's mind that he loves Paulina and that she loves him. And this is after everyone in the family has basically come around to accepting her, except for Willie and Gemma, who don't matter. And the police come and they have a warrant for Paola Bracho. And they begin to arrest Paulina. But at this point, Paulina is done hiding. And she has just had this horrible nightmare of Paola coming into her home and having the police arrest her. So she lives with that constant fear. So then she goes to the police and Carlos Daniel is trying to hold her back and be like, you can't arrest her. Like, there's no way. Like, you have no right. But Paulina is like, don't worry, Carlos Daniel. I'm not hiding. So she steps up to the police reaches out her hand so that they can handcuff her and then tells them, you can take me in, but you're not taking me as Paola Bracho because I am, in fact, Paulina Martinez. And so the police arrest Paulina and while they hold her in prison, they tell her how Paola is her twin sister. They show her the letter that they stole from her mom and they also tell her, to tell them everything that happened. So Paulina does. She tells them the whole story of how she ended up being La Usurpadora. And the police end up being like, we feel sorry for you. But because Paola is in the hospital right now and she can't talk, so we can't corroborate 
her side of the story, you're going to be arrested and you are facing up to 10 years in prison. And that is how episode 60 ends. And y'all, I was just getting to the juicy part of La Usurpadora. We were getting to the part where Carlos Daniel loves her and I was starting to root for them. And of course, now prison has to keep them apart. So I am upset. However, in terms of story, I'm excited to see what's next because I think this is where we're going to see more of Paola and Paulina interacting. And I'm so excited for that. But anyway, that is it. For this episode, thank you all so much for listening. Let me know what telenovela y'all want me to do next after we're done with La Usurpadora. Also, I'll keep y'all updated of when I do my YouTube live streams, but look for that definitely this week. And as always, if you want to let me know anything, your thoughts or whatever, send them to me. I love hearing from you all. And as always, thank you all so much for listening to this episode. I will see you all again next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.